Ooh, an economics question. Is the UK facing its longest and most severe recession? Well, things are looking, are being forecast to get very, very difficult for lots and lots of people. So the Bank of England, as you know, put interest rates up to 3% a couple of weeks ago. Um, and the bank's now predicting for inflation to hit 11% by the end of the year, end of 2022. Um, and given that it's the bank's primary responsibility to control inflation, which should be around 2%, things things are looking pretty, pretty grim. And there was negative growth in the economy during the last quarter. And if there's negative growth in the next quarter, then we will be officially into recession. And the bank, their prediction, so the bank's prediction is that we will enter the period of the longest recession in 100 years, likely to last through 2023 and into 2024, right until the next general election. And I think... I mean, that's that's grim and depressing in its own right. But I think what's what's even worse, what's, what makes the situation just really difficult is that this will be the second recession in two years. And I don't know about you, but I'm feeling as if we haven't really recovered from the one that took place during COVID and all the sort of aftermath of COVID, really. We had that incredible downturn economically during 2020 where GDP just fell off a cliff Um but we now have, obviously, very different circumstances. We've got this cost of living crisis, ongoing cost of living and energy crisis. And we have the, the war in Ukraine. We've had three prime ministers in the UK in the, in the last year. Three. All the sort of constant political turmoil that comes from the Conservative Party. In fact, we've had a, the last two weeks have been relatively stable compared to what we've had over, over the summer. Um, so we're now a couple of days away from the Chancellor's what's been called an autumn statement, pr- practically a budget, really. And this is this is obviously Chancellor Jeremy Hunt and not Chancellor Kwasi Kwarteng. Uh, you remember, he was going to be making this statement um, when he was... In fact, you, you forget how long ago or short a time ago it was when he was, when he was Chancellor. I mean, he's hilariously distancing himself now from Liz Truss uh, about the, the, the mistakes that they made as if he had nothing at all to do with it, as if he wanted to slow things down. Um, so this statement that's going to be made by Jeremy Hunt, it takes place less than eight weeks after that tax-cutting mini-budget, that absolute debacle that, that Truss and Kwartang cooked up. Now, that mini-budget saw the pound tumble against the dollar. We had the government borrowing costs soar. Um, and the Bank of England had to make an emergency intervention into the economy. So trussonomics, um, if it's even worth that title, uh, that cost the country between 30 and 40 billion pounds. But it, it seems like ancient history now, doesn't it? But that was only that was only eight weeks ago. So Hunt is going to make the statement this week. Um, and I think I think this will just will be again, if you think about what he's done over the past since he's been Chancellor, all really about calming the financial markets and presenting this government as being of sound mind when it comes to the public finances. Now, quite a few things have been trailed here. He said that everyone is going to be paying more tax. There'll be, you know, taxes will steadily increase between now and 2024. He's warning of severe cuts to public services, which seems crazy at a time when many services, particularly health, as you know, they're on their knees. 
and working people are finding it really, really hard to pay regular bills. And this to me just feels like austerity 2.0, feels like Hunt, sorry, feels like Cameron and Osborne in the 2010s all over again. I mean, pay might be up. So private sector pay and public sector pay is up, but inflation is far outstripping it. So people are feeling just worse off and it's, it's going to get worse. Now, this will actually be the eighth recession since the Second World War. So we had a recession during the 50s, we had one during the 60s and 70s, and we had one during the 80s and also during the 90s. And I particularly remember the one during the 1980s. It was when my parents, it was the early 80s, they were trying to sell our house and couldn't even get anyone to come and look at it. That that time felt particularly grim for about a year or so. And then we had obviously the big financial crisis of 2008, which affected, um, affected countries right around the world. That was the longest and deepest up to that point. That ran for five quarters. And obviously COVID then, we had that massive downturn, downturn during 2020 where GDP just, just fell, off like, fell off like cliff. It just was horrendous. Now, of course... All of these things are based on all, all recessions and economic issues are based on forecasts and projections and based on a number of different scenarios. And of course, other stuff could happen. No one predicted COVID before it happened. I mean, we thought there might be a global pandemic at some point, but obviously when it happened, we didn't know it would affect the world in the way that it did. Or things like the war in Ukraine, which is having a really disproportionate impact on energy and causing a lot of obviously political turmoil and economic turmoil as well. But it looks as if we are going to be heading into this period of recession and it's going to be a long one and it's going to be grim. And doing so just as we head into Christmas. And you know what? I don't even think the prospect of a Winter World Cup can even cheer us up. So good question. But it's a bit of a depressing one, isn't it? <laughs>